Hello. 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 It's the hour. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's very special episode of The Hour... A toy monkey reunites a family. A man kills a co-worker with a poison sandwich. I'm a little more passive-aggressive than that. Hey, why is that sheep wearing denim? Oh, gene slicing. Texas students learn about slavery, and they, they remember the Alamo so well. Why are Canadians so fucking nice? I hate them. Drunk raccoons invade town for... Spring break, bitches! Hey, Jeff, how you doing? I'm so sorry. <laughs> it For is what? completely my fault that we did not record last week. Uh, here's the thing. I, uh, first of all, uh, was kind of sick and my voice sounded weird, but that's not an excuse. The excuse is I may have cracked a rib. Oh, dear. Playing hockey. Oh, dear. And it was hard for me to drive. But we could have done Skype or something, and it's just I just completely flaked out. Uh, when you deal with me, you have to lower your expectations super low, and then you won't be disappointed. Yeah, I'm I prepared you, for that. I teach middle school. <laughs> well, I thought you knew that about me by now. <laughs> so that's my bad. We still had like, I don't know, 14 people listen to the show last week, so that's not They're too catching horrible. up. It was a catch-up week. They got to listen to the old episodes. That's right. In fact, I heard through the grapevine that someone else listened to a couple episodes Really? Yeah. Who was that? His name is Eric. That's a factual statement. Hi, Eric. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing dishes. All right, good night, everybody. Some... <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, doing dishes, listened to uh, some podcasts. I also like cleaned the kitchen, made food, and actually was in the kitchen for an hour. Oh. Yeah. That's relevant to this uh, podcast. I think so. We'll name drop. <laughs> yeah. So this is a, a different episode of the podcast. This is our Blackout Friday edition yes. of the podcast. God help us. <laughs> and I had a podcast a while ago. It was called Five Shots Deep. And it was a good podcast, except for it was just me producing it. And I'm unreliable as all heck. And so I, I can't even commit things to myself and get them done. Uh, so I had like three episodes or something. But it was fun. And so we wanted to uh, do that again. And... So here's what's going to happen. We're going to uh, talk about five different stories. And at the like usual. Like usual, yeah. yeah. And at the beginning of the uh, story, we we will take a shot. We're completely sober right now, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll take a shot before talking about it. And by the end, um, I hope you like listening to drunk people ramble on forever because that's what this is going to be. <laughs> we think. I don't know. Well, you know, usually it's sober people rambling on forever. So Right. We're it'll not going to bother with words. It'll be slightly less quality than usual. Yeah. It'll just be a little, a little slurs. Just, just a smooch down. Yeah. Uh, it might be better. <laughs> it might be. Bitch, it might be. <laughs> That's a out. ringing endorsement. You've just listened to a few and you're like, well, you know, if you're drunk, it might be better. <laughs> Everything's help. better when you're drunk. Okay, but of course, uh, we have to say that we don't condone like binge drinking, and no, we don't. No, uh, no one's going to drink and drive tonight. No, we're, we're in gonna, a uh, controlled environment. We're all safe, and it's right. early in the day, and yeah, you know, there's at least one sober adult in the house. Yeah, to take care of our children, probably like and eight. a sober child. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, unfortunately for her, <laughs> they can drive. They're young. They're smart. They know how this works. Yeah. Yeah. Get, they can get us an Uber. <laughs> I can't wait until I can buy weed and we can do five marijuanas deep, where we just do five <laughs> marijuanas and do a whole episode like that. You, Is that how it works? I've never, you know, it's you just, walk in like, can I get three marijuanas, please? It's re- it's just like dip. You just put it in your lower lip and just hang out with <laughs> it. <laughs> your breath's a little rank, but okay. hey. Has no one made, like, weed dip? I 
guarantee someone has. Someone has to. Ooh, what if they had like the, you know, the dipping sticks, the candy dipping no. sticks? Oh, God. <laughs> but not with actual weed. They would like mix it up with candy. <laughs> you wouldn't just dip it and like <laughs> eat leaves. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going with this. No, not me. Like a handy pack where you just take a bud and just dip it in some nacho cheese product. <laughs> Yum. Delicious. Uh, All right, so we're ready to get started? Yes. I, I awesome. guess. I've right. got a shot port already. Uh, wow. Dang. That was a nice uh, it was a nice sounding. What are you drinking, Eric? Uh, I'm drinking Hendrix Gin, not a sponsor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. But if I'm they wanted to be trying. a sponsor, that I'm would be completely fine. I'm going to try some of your... Oh, so, it's so satisfying, that mm. pop. Can I have some, too? Sure. Excellent. I'm saying yes. It's, it's yours. But <laughs> no, please. I, I know you said you wanted this bottle gone. By I want the bottle left, empty, so. and I don't want to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, Okay. Thank you very much. Taller than expected. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, and then uh, Jason and I are drinking, I don't know, the leftovers of... Whatever has else. not very much left in it, so we can get rid of the bottle. Is it I'm, raspberry I'm vodka? And in uh, college, we called that uh, cleaning out the freezer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just going through all the little bits of whatever was left in the bottles. Just, you know, make room for the new full bottles. I have a story. About you in college, oh, and God. you lived with a roommate. Yes, and we lived near you. And um, well, you lived upstairs, <laughs> yeah. and your now wife, my ex girlfriend, not at the time that was years before, lived <laughs> down the hall, like three doors down. Right. So it was an episode of, like upstairs, downstairs. Pretty much. Sure. You guys, it could have been a sitcom. It was so great. But anyway, remember that you and your roommate left your pumpkins out on your balcony <laughs> all winter. Yes. And they froze there. That's why we left them out there, because by the time we realized, oh, I should go get this, winter had hit so hard and so strong, it had frozen to the deck, <laughs> so we couldn't lift it. We, I couldn't lift it, and then by the, we got like a weird spring, early spring thaw, and then it was too gross to touch, <laughs> and it was just this constant, like, months. I, we did them in October. We finally removed them in March, and it was months of, did you can't just, move it, too gross to touch. Can't did, move it, too gross to touch. Did you just take, like, a bucket and just, like, wash it off the edge of your porch? No, it was still in the rind. There was a point, though, where it had just rotted on the inside, and the outside was still orange, because gourds hold up pretty good on the outside. That outer skin, good. They could teach something to Neutrogena. But it was really creepy, because... You have the scowling face and an all-black interior. Oh. See, it's okay because in, you know, your retribution to this was later I helped you moved out in a, move out in apartments. And, or maybe it was moving in. I don't remember which. But it was the winter. And I think oh, it was af- right after New Year's maybe. Yeah. Uh, and whoever was in the apartment above you, we were like bringing stuff through your sliding door, had had too much or something the night before. And there was like vomit all on this <laughs> like bush right next to your sliding glass door. And I was yep. like, oh, I remember that apartment. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I judged you guys so hard about those pumpkins. <laughs> I did. I was so judgy. And my, my fucking pumpkins are still out right now <laughs> on, my, <laughs> on my house that I own that everyone drives by. So this is sort of so a, I learned my, it by watching you moment. I yeah, guess. pretty much. <laughs> a yeah. very special episode. Yeah. Okay, so we're ready to do the thing. The shot? Yeah. I, I guess. All right, right, so you're going to yeah. clink it next to the microphone. I think I. I God help I us. Much smoother Ooh. than I thought it would it's be. Very nice. Yeah, that's. Oh, Mr. Hendrick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm the everyone. only one who brought a chaser. Either I'm brilliant or a wimp. I have water. That's because I'm not a baby back ball sack. Ooh, it starts already. Mm. Oh, God. Now I'm drooling. 
right. How's that different than usual? <laughs> Drooling over Eric <laughs> instead of over. All right, Eric. what's our first story? Let's move this on. Okay, I'm um, sorry. I'm going after the welcome. Uh, Jason's computer's resetting right now, and we could not wait any longer. <laughs> so there is a toy monkey that has re- reunited a family. Jason, how much do you know about this? Uh, so the story behind this is uh, a young, young boy in Germany in the 1930s. Uh, I believe his name was Gert. I don't have the, the notes in front of me. so I don't. Gert Berliner. Gert Berliner. Uh, so he was a young Jewish boy in Germany. And he uh, had this toy monkey that he loved. He took it everywhere like it rode on his bike. Uh, and it was, you know, this childhood toy. And this is during World War II. This is right before World War II. Uh, and Gert was Jewish. So this and is so not, not a good place to be. This is a bad place to be. His yeah. parents are seeing what's going on. Uh, they can't get out, but he get he's part of this program called the Kinder Transport. And the Kinder Transport was a way to get kids out of Germany. And so they sent these kids alone. Their parents didn't go with them. They may have siblings. Unfortunately for Gert, he did not have siblings. Uh, so he makes it out. They send him to Sweden. Uh, and he's part of this kinder transport. He didn't have any siblings, so he was an only child. So he's alone in Sweden. Uh, his parents are still back home in Germany. They're sending him letters, and then suddenly the letters stop. Oh, of course. Not good. Uh, his, his parents were sent off to Auschwitz in 1943, where they were murdered. And, you know, so he's alone. Uh, but when he left, he was able to pack one little suitcase. And in that suitcase, he put this tiny toy monkey that he'd had his entire life. It didn't serve any purpose other than, you know, sentimental value. Was it the kind that, like, does the, the no. symbol thing? And the, <laughs> is that kind of toy monkey? It was not. It was a um, just like a little stuffed toy, like a stuffed animal kind of a thing. Okay. And so he kept this toy monkey. He became a photographer. He traveled around the world. He always took this monkey with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, Gert is now 92, 94. He's in his 90s. Uh, and he's approached by the Jewish Museum in Berlin, and they say, hey, do you have any personal items from, you know, your time in Germany that you could, you know, lend us so we could put it on display in this museum? And so he talks to his wife, and, you know, he's not sure about this because it's always been a very personal part of his life. Yeah. Uh, and he decides, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let them have this monkey. And so they put it on display, you know, they you know, do all the museum-y kind of stuff to put a little card there to say who it belonged to. Because he was old. Yeah, he's like 90-something, you know. Yeah, the museum was like, okay, when you die, this is either going to whatever the German version of Goodwill is. <laughs> I doubt, I'm sure, the garbage his, or this I'm museum. sure his kids are going to hold on to that one. Yeah, well, hopefully. Uh, and so they put it on display. And so in 2015, it's on display in this museum. And, you know, guests are going by, they get to see this personal piece of thing. And those things are often very powerful. Like when you're going through and you just see like a lunchbox or something, and then suddenly you can imagine, oh, that belonged to a person. Uh, Because when you talk about the Holocaust, it becomes very hard to envision it as an individual kind of thing. Because it's like, oh, 1.5 million people died in Auschwitz. And it's just such a mind-boggling number. But when you get those personal items, people really start to go, oh, that's... You know, it's a personal story. And so some guests were going through and they see it. Uh, and one lady sees the last name Berlin or Berliner. 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 Uh, and she says, well, that's interesting. My mom's name is Berliner. Mm. And so she starts doing some investigating. She finds Gert's webpage for his photography. She shoots him an email and she's like, hey, my family also were German, but they ended up in Sweden due to kinder transport. Their last name is Berliner as well. Could we be related? 
Turns out he thought he had his whole family had died. Turns out his cousin had made it. And so his cousins also lived in Sweden. Uh, and he's reunited with this family he thought he didn't have anymore. Wow. At the age of 94. Yeah. And so, his, so. Uh, the, the kind of sad part of this is that. His oh, son... wait, wait, wait. All that wasn't sad. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the sad part of the child who narrowly survived World War II story happens in the year like the, this is millennia. Yeah, that's, 2018. That's nice. Well, we were, we were on like a high part here of like, oh, it's this happy, right? right? So his son goes and meets the family, but he's too old. He can't make it. Uh, so he has to stay home and he can't actually go personally see oh, this okay. family in Sweden. Uh, but they were able to Skype and, you know, it's a sudden thing to suddenly realize you have family. That's yeah. an amazing thing. So 94-year-old knows how to Skype, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he had help. Uh, Maybe he's just really good at Skype. Maybe. I don't... Uh, so Is it hard? Is Skype hard? I mean, when it's when they like... were sending the letters back and forth and he stopped sending the letters, that wasn't like a 1939 version of ghosting. They <laughs> no, realized no. that he wasn't ghosted. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and ghosting is like you stop texting someone. We're going to take that out? <laughs> <laughs> Either that or we go full force and say, well, that's a different kind of ghost. Ugh. I think we take it out. No. <laughs> I'm trying real hard to be good. <laughs> okay. My wit is quicker than my common decency. We're not making fun of uh, no. the, that. So, uh, well, that's that's a great story, Jason. Thanks for going over that with us. Um, all right, shot number two. <laughs> no, you still got four minutes on this topic. <laughs> okay, so. Do, wait, do you have any, like, memorabilia from when you were a kid? Uh, no, my mom None threw everything away. So I have a stuffed teddy bear uh-huh. from when I was like a baby and it's leaking the little beans out of it but I still have it stored somewhere uh, and it looks like shit because it's like who knows how old uh, but I still have something anyone else no nothing I have nothing yeah. you just like purgers Becky's a purger I didn't no, purge I, I, my mom did well there's things that I still have I still have most of my old action figures because I don't know why but I don't have anything that I have a real emotional attachment to. It's more mm-hmm. stuff that well, I like a, it too much just to throw it out. I don't have a huge yeah. emotional attachment to the bear other than the fact that I know that I've had it my entire life. Right. I don't have anything uh, that old. But I'm just not – I'm not like, oh, this bear, yay. It's, I'm like, okay. Just, you don't still sleep with it? No, I don't. No. That's no. sad. Poor do you, bears. Let me bear, recommend. Do you, do you sleep with bears? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go there, but you beat me to the destination. Teared out. Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> I always recommend sleeping with bears. <laughs> <laughs> I do have an otter that I sleep with. Um, you are an otter to be a, slept with. Oh, hello. <laughs> Thank you very much. What does that even mean? A, an otter is like a, a what? A like skinny a, bear. A skinny bear. Oh, what thank is, you so much. What is this? So nice. What? I was a twink for a while. Not anymore. You should no. for that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back to the Holocaust. Uh <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> that segue, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, but if I you think ever it's... get t-shirts, can that be it? That segue, though. <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it's wonderful that um, we know that the Holocaust happened. Uh, it's not wonderful that it happened, but that we know that it happened. Um, and that we can admit that things, uh, just because they don't go our way and uh, aren't the best uh, story, they should still be told. Um, this would be a good segue into our uh, the the Texas slave uh, education story, but we're not doing that. No, come no. down. 
We're staying in Germany, though. <laughs> we are staying in Germany. You know what I like about the German language uh, is that Gert, it says Gert was part of the kinder transport. Like, they just, like, whatever the thing is, they take several words and just smash them together. And that's what it is. It was the kinder transport. It was the child transport. Oh, where do you go? I go to kindergarten. Oh, it's the child's garden where they grow. Das ist wunderbar. Yeah. I don't have any other, uh, any, anybody speak German here? Uh, I don't, but I've been using the Duolingo thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been doing that. Uh, actually, I've had like, I've, I've been doing the Spanish one just to kind of brush up. Yeah. Because it's been a while, but I'm still Same. doing pretty well. I'm surprised. I'm like doing all right. German, uh, not too bad. Italian, I found very much more challenging than I expected it to be. Yeah. Mm. I, I thought it would be easier than it is. Sarah and I did, uh, um, what is that program? Was that a computer? Was that a stone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for for German? And it was actually quite effective. Like I'm yeah, like yeah. I knew and sprinked. Like I know that still. The child jumped. Uh, I had it for French, and it was pretty effective. Yeah, I've been doing Duolingo for French as well. Like I do oh, okay. like Spanish, French, German, and then Italian. Yeah. They also have uh, Klingon. <laughs> oh, of do they? they? But do. but it doesn't do any of the pronunciation. Oh, which is difficult so yeah. i guess i can read it if i wanted to so do it i can turn read and write on... in french but i can't speak it <laughs> <laughs> i can read and write klingon but i can't speak it if you turn on the uh the closed captioning uh-huh. uh it the closed captioning is correct for the klingon it's not like speaking in klingon you know oh it, really it, yeah. i love that yeah it's like <laughs> kaplot it's like you know the correct correct spelling and pronunciation so you could learn klingon by watching uh star trek uh all of them, because the Klingons are in all of them. I was going to say sort that of an, an immersion but... approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really immerse yourself in the nerddom. Yeah. Immersed in uh, gach. <laughs> There's nothing worse than half dead gach. <laughs> well, or, or racht. <laughs> what was with Gour- what, Gowron's eyes? Oh, he had the crazy eyes, didn't he? Need he? to cut back on the uh, caffeine. Who was this? <laughs> Gowron, the Gowron, the leader of the Klingon Empire. He always looked like this. <laughs> that doesn't help much because, but I'm no, trying the to. Noise says it. Yeah. The noise says it. Next generation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, next generation. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well. So anyway, back to the Holocaust. Uh, no, there's nothing else. No, we're we're moving nothing. on. It's yeah. our next segment. Uh, so. Oh, speaking of Germans killing people. Wait. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. I thought that was a pretty good segue. Yeah. You, have we talked about the the uh, creator, not the creator, the uh, owner of the company, the Segway company, died on a Segway? Yeah, he drove he it like, off a cliff. <laughs> I, I actually know it was like it wasn't a big cliff; it was like into a, a creek or something. Really? Yeah, just like was, a small ravine. Water. Yeah, we don't have to clink every time. All right, we don't have no, to clink every time. No. All, right, all right. I feel like there should be like a non-swallowing uh, sound sound effect we should put there. But like, do, 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 do. yeah. Every time we take a shot, do, 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 do. Womp, womp. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, what's going on in Germany nowadays? Are uh, they still well, killing people? So, here's the thing about Germany: they're good people these days. Angela Merkel, good people. Like she's Germany, retiring. Yeah, Germany and France kind of seem like they're taking the lead. Like after Brexit, you know, mm-hmm. they were just like, okay, you can go. It's fine. Um, they seem <sighs> Poor like they're Theresa taking May. the. Yeah, she's trying hard to sell the shit sandwich that they sold them, but right. uh, it's just not happening. Yeah, Eric's pouring his taster. That's what that noise was. Sorry, <laughs> no problem. Listen, uh, Jen, is, Jen is great, but uh, needs a friend. Yeah. Also, this is really good, Jen, to be just taking shots of. 
Are you supposed to shoot the, the bad stuff and then sip slowly the good stuff? This is ideal for a gin and tonic, but I felt like drinking gin tonight. Yeah. But I was not going to buy, like, a, a shotting gin. <laughs> shotting gin. Well, our choice was, like, we could have, like, drunk or drank uh, full glasses. Like, you have to drink a full glass of something within the 10 minutes. But I think the shot, five shots deep sounds better than than Have a drink the other thing. over 10 minutes. Yeah. Just the hey. clinking of ice for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> clinking, clinking, clinking. With yeah. a straw. Yeah. You know what gets, goes good with drinks, though? What's that? Sandwiches. Absolutely. Ooh, I love to have a sandwich with a drink. Mm. So there was a German worker who uh, caught was caught on camera. It says allegedly caught on camera, but he was caught on camera poisoning a co-worker's lunch. Okay, he was putting something on the sandwich. Putting, spreading a little extra mayo on the sandwich. And mayo we're not talking about when you say that, Yeah, here. I was going to say, when you say that, it sounds like they're just, you know... Because we have talked about the guy who like was pouring jizz in his boss's uh, water. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gross. Ew. No. Yeah, yeah. His boss was a female, and it was uh, this is his way of getting her back. Yeah, he poured jizz into her water. Stupid women. She said it tasted weird. Yeah, but it did. <laughs> so this guy uh, was was putting poison on uh, a coworker's sandwich, and they've arrested him. Why did um, he? Why did he have an unattended sandwich? An unattended sandwich? Yeah. You where where did your, he go? My office in the, is yeah. in the kitchenette at work. Right. I don't you have keep a the fridge sandwich with at my you. desk. What, are you, no. what kind of sandwich are you eating? A, a, I'm a, a peanut cold butter sandwich. You have get, to keep it cold or it'll kill you. You got to get one of those ice pack <laughs> things. No, apparently they don't have ice packs in Germany. Mm. I didn't know if they had sandwiches in Germany. I don't know what people eat around the world. They eat sandwiches? I assume Sa- they do. Sauerkraut. Yeah, I figured that's like they open up their lunch pot pail. There's like a, a tube meat and a sauerkraut, <laughs> and like liver, a, just like, liverwurst and crackers, <laughs> and a stein of beer. And that's what they have for lunch every day. That's a that's a great stereotype. We well, can stereotype Germans because they're white. That's okay. That's actually true. Yeah, it is true. Germans, Italians, yeah, the Irish, even yeah. Well, now, now, but not then. No. Oh my! They were not considered white. True, what? True story. They're the yes. whitest. No, no, in the 1850s. Oh my god. They were I, the I mean, worst. I know they were like there was shunned. A hot minute where Irish were not welcome in the Americas. Really? There, and how could you tell? Like the freckles and the the bright white that's skin. Ki- it's kind of a, <laughs> kind of a distinct accent. Yeah. Well, you can change your accent. And uh, you can that code, was code switch. There's there's the whole like in one of my classes that we did on the history of this period. There was this whole like scholarship on how. One of the ways that the Irish in the 1850s tried to establish themselves as like you know white Americans was to become racist. Oh, yeah, it was like oh, we're not the black people. Exactly, exactly. Yes, we're not as bad as those people are. Yeah. Uh, so well, that's fine. I have lots of Irish friends. In in oh, fuck. What did what? you do? You didn't forget to start the timer. I did forget to start that the is, timer. That is that is the plague of doing this. You always forget to start the timer. I've got a timer going on the podcast, though, 23 minutes. Okay. Yeah, but when did we start? When did we do our last? Uh, fuck if I know. Right. It's fine. Well, I, well, I set it for five, and then yeah. I'll give it like a minute or two after that. That sounds good. That so sounds good. Anyway. They, after they start looking into this guy, uh, uh, after his coworker, uh, it's, his sandwich tasted funny. He didn't die. No. But his no. sandwich tasted funny. They started looking into this guy, and more than 20 employees have died. Yeah, before why retirements didn't, since why didn't 2000. Why did they start 
checking into this when they're like, 20 employees have died at this place. Like, I worked at a place for many years. You know how many employees we had die? Zero. Really? There have been I a, mean, not a couple in, people I mean, where I work have died. Yeah, I mean, not, not in the years. office. Like, we had, because I was in charge of, well, no. I guess that was. Yeah, they didn't die so in I the was office. In, <laughs> <laughs> I was in charge of the bereavement program. So when an employee's like family member died, we'd send them a basket. Or maybe it was the employee died. I don't know. It was like a decade ago. You don't send the employee a basket when they well, die. Well, we send their family a basket. Oh, that's nice. And just, you know, sorry for your loss. Here's a basket of fine foods for you during this time that, you know, maybe was cooking the, is not the best Was option. it the Zingerman's bereavement basket? It was the Zingerman's bereavement basket. Oh, that's a basket. damn good basket. It is. That's where I found the raspberry jam that we still eat to this day because they gave us a free basket and that was the portion I got to keep. Nice. It was delicious. So you sat in the basket and you're like, I'm sorry. So we told Frank about open enrollment for the life insurance <laughs> and he didn't take it. So no, that was someone else's someone down the hall. Did that. Oh, was that somebody yeah, else? No. Okay. Good. No, I did bereavement baskets and employee discount cards. So that's, <laughs> that's what I did. And, uh, and foundation state filings. Nice. So, because we had a foundation to help employees, like if a tornado hit or, yeah. you know, the wildfires right now in California. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if something like that happened, we'd help, like, pay for the hotel bills or, you know, something to help them during that time of yeah. crisis. Yeah, or you, like, find someone else to donate their vacation time to them so that they wouldn't have to oh, yeah, that would take be some nice. unpaid time off. That's so, what companies are doing nowadays. We're, we're way off in the weeds on this, but there was an interesting website that I found where... They take the map of the campfire that's going on in California, mm-hmm. and you type in your city, and it shows how much of your city would have been burnt up oh. if you know you were there. Uh, and it's astonishing. I did this for my students because we watched it in the CNN student news thing. Yeah, And so I pulled up this map, and for our area, it went from like Detroit, like downtown Detroit, all the way to like Metro Airport, all the way up to like Livonia, and all the way down to like bottom of... Wow. Uh, the county there. So it's like basically all of Metro Detroit would have burned. And oh, so it's that's like Devil's they're... Night in the 90s. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know where the only place that calls it Devil's Night? Yeah. That's... yeah. It wasn't a thing in Atlanta. Yeah, you always like, oh, keep your pumpkins in. Those damn kids are going <laughs> to destroy. We're way off of this German guy, though. This German guy. Killing... Yeah, so cameras caught this guy uh, smearing. He put a little smear on the guy's sandwich. Um, and more of the substance was found in the dude's bag, and tests showed it was toxic lead acetate, uh, I, which is... I hate the flavor of lead acetate. Yeah. It's Have word. you tried diet lead acetate? Ooh, does it taste more like regular lead acetate? It does. It Ooh. really does. You guys, it's highly toxic and nearly tasteless. Oh. Much like Subway sandwiches. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> You know, it's bad when you have to buy, like, the, the Italian herb bread just so you have some sort of flavor on the fucking right. thing. get the Italian herb bread, put some oregano on there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mayo, oil and vinegar. Wait. I need to taste something. I have to ask, though, do you like Jimmy John's? I love Jimmy I love John's, Jimmy but Jones. I hate the company. I, my thing is, I don't like Jimmy John's. Every, so, I like Subway, but I don't like Jimmy John's. Mm. Uh, you got to go with uh, Pop Ellie's pretty good. Pop Ellie's is like, very good, I like yeah. Pop Ellie. The sandwich is a little crazy. So, uh... I haven't been to like a subway since I became a vegetarian because I'm like, <laughs> they have one. It's the veg <laughs> like, delight. What's, what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> right. But when I was working in retail, since since it's Black Friday, uh-huh. uh, when I was working in retail, uh, we would often, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's been I have not worked in retail in 13 years. Ah, nice. I I quit retail in August 2005, 13 years ago. Uh, 
And every once in a while, I'm like, oh, fourth quarter. I loved fourth. The holiday season, it <laughs> the was quarter. the best. Uh, but anyway, so a lot of times due to the schedule we worked, like I started to work at like four or five o'clock right. pre-dinner. So yeah. I needed something to eat. So if I didn't like what I brought, I would get, uh, what am I talking about? I'd start work at like Subway. one. I'd work one to ten. I thought you were working super late. Yeah, I was just no, going yeah. with it. It's fine. Anyway, uh, so... I would often order, and since Jimmy John's delivered, I would order Jimmy John's. Oh yeah, yeah. And I had this coworker. Oftentimes, like if we had a coworker, we would uh, we'd put together an order, like you know, so they'd come once, and sure. it was better. Uh, and so I had this coworker. She ordered a sandwich. She was a vegetarian, so she got the veggie. Uh-huh. At the time, I was not, so I got the turkey tom. Uh, oh, yeah. And they brought them. And it arrived, and I said, "Hey, you go eat your sandwich first. When you're done, I'll go and back and eat." So you know, because someone had to be on the floor. Sure. And so she's back there eating her sandwich. She comes out like five minutes later and she goes, I just had to order you a new sandwich because I accidentally ate half of your sandwich before I realized there was turkey on it. <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to throw up now. And I'm like, how the fuck did you not realize there was turkey? Okay. I know they put a lot of lettuce on it. They do. Yeah. But still, like, how did you not notice the turkey? <laughs> she was eating it like, oh, this the sandwich is so good. Right. Why is this I say so good? Here's the thing. Like, I've considered stopping being a vegetarian just because it's so inconvenient. It is. Yeah. It's just the worst like yesterday at thanksgiving everything i ate was mushy oh, uh, I was oh just yeah like, yeah i was like mashed potatoes cool and then i had uh some butternut squash but that got really mushy and i mm-hmm. had some cauliflower and that got really mushy and it was just like i'm eating fucking baby food all the time I need to eat like some fucking cow gotta put some nuts in there some walnuts i mean gay <laughs> <laughs> so uh working in retail uh during the christmas time it's always last christmas i gave you shut your whore mouth god damn it i day. hate that song right. this is on my top five all right so it's that song yeah uh the song do they know it's christmas time in africa yeah do like, they know no, they're not fucking christian you <laughs> dick shits that one i don't like the john lennon so this is christmas like i hate that one the christmas shoe song Christmas shoe song? Christmas shoe. The hillbilly fucking country Christmas. Okay, and that leads me to a different thing. I was watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and I had to watch it on fucking CBS because NBC shows the Detroit Parade, and it's terrible. Uh, But CBS is the worst at parades. But as I was watching this, every musical guest that they had on a fucking float was a fucking country singer. Oh, that's lame. Country music is like the fourth most popular music in America. Only 10% of people are like country music is good. I think they know who their, know who their audience is, though. Clearly. <laughs> but the number one right now is rap, R&B. That's like 30%. Uh, rock music comes in second at like 25%. Pop music comes in next at like 20%. I remember these statistics should be impressive because I've had a few drinks now. I'm not impressed. Uh, not a pesto. Two. Anyway, I can't, but I didn't eat much today, so Aha. I'm on a, I'm, I'm, you know, trying to thin a bit to get back to a. He's know, talking about healthy, his body. Yes, I'm, a, I'm a little chubby. Anyway, anyway, every other musician was like fucking country music star Dick Shits McGree, and they're oh, ding, 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 I'm a country music star. Like, what is that? It's not that... Po- I'm ranting now. We should continue. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. That's the only the country thing. Christmas song. For those song. of you just joining us, this is the point where Eric realized the train had left the tracks. 
<laughs> well, okay, guess what? I, These... This happened much sooner than I expected it to. I, honestly, I was expecting segment four or five for all of yeah. us to be a problem. Right. Well, I think I'm the only problem right now. So, But the segment is over, so we are going to move it on. Oh, okay. okay. We're put on time. a new pair of jeans. Okay. Uh, it's a bit of a segue. How often do you guys wear your jeans? That's not what I meant to say. How, <laughs> no, how whenever many times I can do you just... wear your jeans before you wash them? Uh, I, ooh. Jeans, because I don't feel like they touch a uh, mucous membrane. A butthole? I think, I think, for me, clothes have a certain number of hours that they're okay for. Right. Like, I think eight to ten hours is good for most clothing items that touch a mucous membrane. So, Jason, undershirts, kinda light, underwear, bro. socks. Did you hear the segment I just did? Do I need a big shot right now? Uh, I don't think we're so. We're not doing do. four and three quarters shots deep. Yeah. Um, well, but, I poured yours a little too big last time, so I was yeah. I was bringing for, it down a little. Fine. For jeans, fine. I think I'll probably get three, no, four or five uses out of them. Yeah, I wash mine about once a week. Uh, but to be fair, like the amount of time that I wear them, like after after I get home from work until I put on my pajamas, which actually many days I just straight to pajamas. Oh my god, at home clothes? Yeah, I, like it's no. a thing. If I, I'm not going anywhere, it's straight to pajama pants. Okay, I, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that like wears multiple days. No, 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 jeans. no. Unless you like get something on them, then yeah, yeah. you know, obviously you need to clean them. But all right, so cheers to our next uh, cheers to segment number three. <coughs> Say what now? <laughs> Woo! Woohoo! So talk about. <laughs> Sorry. So your brother-in-law is a big fan of new religion jeans. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my brother-in-law. <laughs> yes, your brother-in-law. Okay, uh, and I know uh, my wife, who used to work with him, would make fun of him on this this topic a lot. Yeah, uh, for new religion jeans. Yes, those are expensive jeans, aren't they? they? Yeah, I mean, apparently, I don't know. I shop at Kohl's. Is it new religion or true religion? I mean, true religion. I don't know. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I don't know. It's Lee. We should get some sponsors. Fuck. Wrangler. Oh, Wrangler. All right. <laughs> at least get some Levi's. Uh, can we add a se- uh, another segment at the end? I think the closing should be, what kind of sponsors do you think you could actually get, Jason? We uh, could get? <laughs> yeah. Audible. They sponsor everything. <laughs> hey, Fair can point. you hear this? It's sponsored by Audible. <laughs> <laughs> Audible, because we know you're going to take that 30 days, download your free, and then cancel. That's right. Uh, so what's going on with these jeans? I don't know. Is this your story? No, you picked this one. Did I? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even read it. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, Mine's the next two. Okay. So a new gen- genetic therapy could make cows that can withstand hotter temperatures. Are um, cows hot? Yeah, well, I think so. They're I, wearing leather. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, though, is suede in the rain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That rain's never going to come out of my <laughs> Listen, skin. Listen, we need the cows that can withstand hot weather. Otherwise, the milk will curdle. <laughs> this is a problem. Well, how, that's how you get cottage cheese. Oh, yeah. You just, that's, they're from Florida cows. <laughs> oh, you, just, you just squeeze that out of the udder. <laughs> oh. I'm not a fan of cottage cheese. I like large curd cottage cheese. I'm not a fan of small curd. I used to like it. Okay, so when I was young and we were poor and white trashy. When my mom made lasagna, she didn't use, like, ricotta. She used cottage cheese. Oh, my mom did, too, because yeah, yeah. ricotta was too expensive. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly honestly, it. When you're on food stamps, like, you can't, you know, right. I've had splurge. both. 
One is not incredible. Is not much better than the no, other. No, no, no. Because it really does come down to the spices you use. But when I was little, I, like I, I enjoyed the cottage cheese part of the lasagna. So yeah. I was like, you know, when Dairy. she made, it, I was like, oh, I love that part. And so like maybe she put a little bit extra in there. Yeah. Though once I became off beef, uh, which was pre-vegetarian. Off beef. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not we eating beef anymore. Off beef. I like that. It's like off beef news, but it's off beef news. Uh, <laughs> so I, I was like, you know, I don't eat red meat anymore mm-hmm. and so she made a lasagna with beef and she made like half with beef half with nut i don't know if you know this about lasagna but the sauce is a bit you know slighty <laughs> yeah so i'm eating my non-beef side and it's just like filled with little bits of beef and i'm like <laughs> you know <laughs> what i hate is when i say i don't eat as much meat as i used to i don't claim to be a vegetarian but i don't eat as much i don't buy meat. here's what i'm saying home. i'm a mostly vegetarian yeah i hate when people are like well how do you get your protein Sucking dick. I don't know. What do you want to hear? Like, what What do you want? I eat beans and nuts. I don't know. I, why do you care? How do you get your protein? Shut up, Jerry. It's not your life. Jerry just had a heart attack. And I'm like, vegetarian. He's like, how do you get your protein? Like, dude, he almost died. He's at work. Oh, okay. I hope he's not going to You should poison his sandwich. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he's just eating his triple baconator, wondering about your life choices. <laughs> right. Oh, but here's the thing. I could really go for, for some uh, Frida Petitos right now. Oh, Frida Petitos. Oh. It's a real shame you don't like black beans because their black bean uh, burger is so good. Why would I eat a black bean burger when I could get the regular Frida Petito? Uh, because you are a vegetarian and you were sad about I, that If there was one in front of me right now, I would not be a vegetarian. All right. Remember at your brother-in-law's wedding and I was like, you know what we should do? We should leave this club during the after party. Yeah. And we should go down the street to free yes. potatoes. And we did. And then we did and everyone was like, this was the best idea Yeah. Ever. And you know what I fucking ate? The black bean burger. It was so good. Sarah and I both ate it. You know it's so I good. Ate? A real burger. Okay. Okay, listen. In defense of black bean burgers, because I don't think we're getting back to the new jeans No, for let's, a let's get back to the Holocaust for a second because <laughs> I think we need to... No, um... <laughs> I I prefer a black bean burger to a regular burger because I think I like the flavor of them. I don't see that's my problem. I don't like the flavor of black bean. That would be a problem. It's like I'll eat it, but I don't enjoy it. So I chose this uh, story because I thought we'd have like a lot of good conversations about it, and you guys okay. really fucking sorry. Shit let's up. go back to we're it. We're having so, good conversation, and we're on the story. Yeah. So how sorry do you feel? Mutually exclusive. How do you feel about Gene like manipulation on animals? Because part of me is like I think this is a good thing because it. Will like the way that they're doing is like to try and breed animals that don't have like horns that in the way that we raise animals can lead to a poor quality of life because they're like, you know, using their horns to injure each other or, you know, things like that. Oh, so you're coming at it from like a a humane type of way. Because that's one of the arguments that they made when I read this article was they're saying this is a more humane way to do it because we can breed animals that don't have these things that in... Here's the problem with it. (laughs) I'm going to talk a lot right now. Go ahead. (laughs) Here's the problem with it. It's fixing a problem that we have because we've chosen to raise animals this way. Well, Like if we just raised animals in a humane and normal way, they wouldn't have this problem. But because we confine them in the way that we do, we have this problem. We've been editing genes... Uh, since yeah. we started keeping animals. So the reason why dogs exist is because exactly. we had like a wolf this one time that followed us around. And all of a sudden we have a fucking Shih Tzu with its smashed face and its yeah. dumb tail. And that's the reason we have <laughs> that's gene editing. Corn. But it took a long time. Yeah. Corn, the way that we know corn is not how corn originally was because right. we bred it in a way. And this is just like the 21st century way of breeding it faster. By well, like even, going to right, straight to the genes. It's and like, different now. Corn is different now. It grows much closer than it used to. You have oh, a lot absolutely. more corn. Per square, whatever. Yeah. Hectare. What do they use? Hectares? 
Per square kernel. Per square. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if like I'm I, I I think the problem I have a lot with the gene editing and gene splicing and I didn't set a timer again. That's fine. I just realized. Uh, but one of the big problems that I have with it isn't that we do it necessarily. It's that when we do it and it's like a terminating gene or a uh, patented gene. Yeah. Where they're like, I oh, own yeah. this. Oh, you this know, no Monsanto's going like, to get into the gene. Exactly. Market. That's the problem I have with it. Because, like you said, we've been doing this since humans started in the Neolithic era to farm and to help domesticate plants. So yeah. it's like, it's not something new. We've been doing it a long time. We just are now doing it in a high tech way. Well, do you think that we could uh, breed dogs that don't bark in the background of podcasts? Wouldn't that be great if they were just like... You know, the funny thing is, every time we say this, when I listen to the podcast, I can't actually hear the background you got to turn it up. I, I listen to our podcast on, like, 11. Interesting. I listen to it so I listen loud. to it this in my car. where we realize Jeff has a hearing problem. A what? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Two assholes sharing a brain. Okay. So, okay. So, part of the gene editing is uh, they're thinking that they want to breed some pigs that never reach puberty. Because when male piglets... <laughs> go through puberty, their meat can take on an unpleasant odor, sometimes known as boar taint. Boar taint. <laughs> so, funny story. Uh, one of the brands at the deli at the local grocery store is Boar's Head. And my daughter is terrified of the, like, picture. She goes, let's get out of here. And, like, we have to get away from the Boar's Head because it's scary. Yeah. So... <laughs> Go back. This this takes a really dark turn. Something known as boar taint. Castration-free pigs would solve that. <laughs> like, a, I don't know. They castrated pigs yeah. before they went through puberty? Yeah, no, to stop so them they from can getting get the boar taint. not have the boar taint. Yeah, you don't want the boar taint. No one likes boar taint. <laughs> this, this gives me pause. I, I don't consider myself an animal lover. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I appreciate pets. But I do believe in, I don't know. I'm all for killing animals for food, yeah. but I think up until the point we do, let's just leave them alone and like. Yeah, hang that's out the thing that bread. I said before yeah. I became like a vegetarian. Free range pig. Yeah, sweet. Before I became a vegetarian, sweet. my my position was if we are going to eat animals, which I'm not saying we shouldn't necessarily, right. we should do it in a humane way. Like they should have the best quality of life, not packed into these like little tiny things where they can't turn around. Like if this is ha- what we're gonna do then we need to do it the right way. So I was thinking that when I go to a fancy restaurant and I order my filet mignon, I want to know that that cow had blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> like, I want to know that, like, that the gene edited, do like, you, that cow was, like, from the master race. Do you get steak in Germany a lot? I like, do. Anyway, back, back to, to the, the Holocaust. Holocaust. <laughs> that will not be one of the T-shirts. <laughs> Okay. You getting this ready Here for the next one? So we're at 42 minutes for the whole podcast, by the way. So this is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, is this number four? This is... I don't know. I lost uh, count. But I, I think the well is going dry. I think this is number four because we're so at 40 minutes. Here's the question I have. Can't we just, Whoa. like, at this point, grow animalless meat? Like We can. Yeah. No, like, that's a thing. Would you eat that? Yeah, yes. it's called a black bean burger, asshole. No, I mean, like... <laughs> Love it. I mean, like... Cheers to that. Like, yes, they do. They, they grow an ear, like, so that you can transplant an ear or something. Like, can't yeah. they grow me a chicken breast without, like, it being part of a chicken? Yes. yes. They can. Would you eat that? 
I would rather not. I would rather just have a meat substitute like a black bean I think, burger. I think I'm vegetarian because I, I want to be healthier. I don't want to die when I'm 50. Are you, you've gone vegetarian as well? Uh, mostly. Oh. Yeah. We're both mostly vegetarian. Remember when you asked me would I meet, eat your meatballs and I was like – I don't think so. Well, I assume that some people just don't do Well, here's the thing. Off. He didn't know that I was a vegetarian either because apparently we sauce. haven't uh, had dinner together in quite some we time. We ordered yeah. pizza a couple of weeks ago. Actually, I don't do Swedish. Anything Swede. These are uh, not Swedish. These are the classic Swedish, Van Buren Swedish Township, fish? Waspy, Lutheran. <laughs> what in the Van Buren Township are you talking about? <laughs> it's the classic recipe that everyone brought to a potluck at some point and everyone loved. It's the grape jelly and chili sauce meatballs. Super simple. Wait. What? Say Great jelly and cocktail sauce. It ends up turning into sort of a barbecue sauce. You know, cocktail sauce has anchovies in it. It's not cocktail no sauce. Thanks. Chili sauce. Did you know? Uh, no thanks. You should. I recommend Caesar salad sauce. dressing has chili. Or yes, no, anchovies. It's in not it. vegetarian, but I eat fish because they're not cute. <laughs> yeah, honestly, mm, you ain't cute. Do shrimp even have eyes? They're not even eyes. Oh, they have eyes. Nah, not have by the time I get them. Have seen shrimp? They're the worst. You know what's the worst? <laughs> Slavery. Mm. <laughs> I like how you guys. Uh, just caught up to you? Just caught up to me. I just, I did it already. Well, the well's gone dry. So, slavery. (laughs) (laughs) So, slavery is finally going to be one of the causes of the civil, the primary cause of the civil war in Texas. It's about states' rights. Uh, States' rights to do fucking what? Uh, Have slaves. Exactly. (laughs) So, my first year teaching middle school, uh, this is a subject that we cover. And I made some comment about slavery causing the Civil War. And a student literally, like, looked at me in all seriousness like, are you kidding? And I was like, no. And she's like, wait, what? Like, no idea that, like, slavery was the cause of the Civil War. I don't, she didn't go to school in Texas. Because Texas is finally, they, their school board has passed a thing that slavery is now going to be considered the primary like the central cause of the civil war. How the fuck did this pass in Texas? Well, it was a compromise. Was it from Beto? Did Beto <laughs> do it? He didn't, but you know. <laughs> Damn it. What was the compromise exactly? So the compromise was that it is the central thing that propelled the argument over states' rights and uh, – uh, what was the other thing that they said? There's like three reasons before that they said it it's was just, like it's just naturally it. So slavery is much better for the economy because <laughs> they'll just work for free, but they're not free. You got to pay for the slave. So, and you got to like feed them and stuff. Well, here's the, here, so I'm in a class right now on African American history, and one of the topics we're reading about was discussing about slavery, and one of the arguments was that a free labor force would be more efficient than a slave labor force. right. But when they tried it in multiple areas during the Civil War, where they, like, confiscated these plantations, Mm -hmm. they didn't produce as much as slave labor. And so the thesis of this entire book was that, no, slave labor was the reason that you know, you got as much as you got. Was the subtext of that control through fear? Exactly. Yeah. The whole thing was his whole premise was this thing called the whipping machine, which was basically if you do not get your quota, we're going to beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. It's and a hostage so, situation. Yeah. People get real compliant when you could kill them with Though, no consequence. Uh, some other documents or some other books we were reading following. I just like to mention that my face has gone a little bit numb. So, uh, yeah. same. Uh, Congratulations, you're drunk. <laughs> Jeff is fine. No, he's uh, old hat at this. I'm not fine. So I'm one just, of the I'm just quiet right one now. One of the interesting things that we studied was the difference between different areas of the South. Uh, so cotton plantations mm-hmm. were 
they had a harder time with the whole process of after slavery because it was a much more dependent, like much more controlled process. But then when you went onto like the coasts of the Carolinas and Georgia in the rice plantations, the slaves in those areas had a bit more autonomy because it was a very um, skilled job mm-hmm. because they had to upkeep all these dikes and like irrigation systems. Dikes could also be dams, just <laughs> FYI. You don't have to use the word dike. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Could you for being adults about that, though. Yeah. So in, in a cotton plantation, mm-hmm. like all you needed to do was like pick. Yeah. Right. Uh, but in a rice plantation, there was a lot more skill in it. Yeah. Uh, and so they tended to just let – they had a different system. So they had a task system where your day was defined by the tasks that you finished. If mm-hmm. you finished them early, the rest of the day is yours to, you know, work on your garden oh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas in the cotton plantations, it was you are required to pick this much cotton by the end of the day. And it was constantly raising and raising and raising. Right. Now, just uh, wait – a cotton picking minute here. Capability and flexibility will screw you over at every job. I've been okay, so I've been in a job like this that I chose to be in, by the way, um, that I got paid minimum wage for. I did a uh, a case study uh-huh. on my own while I was at work. And <laughs> How scientific! I know it was so good. And uh, I so when. People bought an able-bodied male slave. There was a, a thing I was, I was listening to on NPR that was uh, someone had kept, like, very detailed accounting records. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a of, few people like that. Yeah, of mm-hmm. their, like, mm-hmm. slaves and, like, how much they depreciated over the years yep. and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And so you you would pay for an able-bodied male, like a young slave, you would pay the equivalent of $40,000 mm-hmm. yep. uh, now, which is like, yeah, a, a cheap car. Lexus yeah. at this point. And Did it come with a big red bow on it? <laughs> It's the Christmas time. <laughs> I bought you a sleigh for Christmas. Here it is. That oh, awful. that's so terrible. That's, bad. that's a okay. bad joke. Yeah, so anyway, no, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, but so they would like depreciate the slaves. And, uh-huh. and so was, I, I did a thing where I was like, okay, if he worked an average of 16 hours a day, mm-hmm. uh, 364 days a year, let's say, they give him one day off because he's, you know, dying or whatever. Uh, for uh, slaves lived to be about 36 years old. Back then, um, uh, it's the equivalent of that's the average. I looked it up. So the average on the internet. So internet one thing, lie. one thing remembering in the average also has to do with the birth rate and the death at young age. Uh-huh. So when you're talking about when you're talking about life expectancy in periods of long time ago, a lot of that is skewed. When we say like the the average lifespan is 36 years, uh-huh. a lot of that is because infants were dying. But they didn't and count so if them. if you made it to adulthood, most likely you would live to a much older age, like an okay. average old age. Uh, so that's part of it, but it was it was much younger. Yes, yeah. that is true. So uh, imagine if if you were working in retail at minimum wage, and you just like you had a child, and that child is just going to work at the place where you're working. Yeah. Anyway, so it worked out to be. Uh, like it, I was like, why did they just pay people? Why didn't they just pay people to do this work? First of all, it's well, shitty why work. Pay? Well, blah, blah, here's part of, here's it, part it of the thing. It ended up being, hold on, shut up, Jason. Sorry. It ended up being. I'm uh, the fucking historian here. Like four cents You're the per hour. In, here. No, no, four cents per hour in today's money uh-huh. is how much they would have paid for the slave. Yeah. Uh, not including like, you know, room well, and board and stuff. The thing that they were trying to recreate. So they have this idea of like British aristocracy. Yeah. Like the manor house and the. 
you know, the people working for them. And, and that's not something that we had here, but it was something that they were able to achieve through slavery, which was part of the reason why they thought they would win the Civil War is that the British would support them in their efforts. But the British had already outlawed slavery at this point in time, and so the British public were not going to support this. Uh, That's part of the reason that Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, like he waited on it until they had won some victories so they weren't just trying to sway foreign opinion. That one is uh, Uh, the four score and seven years ago one, right? No, that's the Gettysburg Address. Four score and seven years ago, our forefathers uh, set forth on this continent, a new nation dedicated to freedom and... uh, we hear the people in yes. order to form a perfect union. Uh, schoolhouse now. <laughs> uh, but the here's the thing. Like, the problem I have is that if you poll the public, a lot of them don't understand that slavery was the cause of the Civil War. Oh, absolutely. And they talk about yeah. sectionalism, and they talk yes. about uh, states' rights. And all of that has to do with slavery. And if you just read the documents, and this is what I do with my students, uh, when that student came up to me and was like, oh, you know, you're full of shit. This isn't about slavery. I was like, all right, we're going to do an exercise. And I just printed off the documents of secession where they explained why they were leaving the country. Right. And every single state that left the country mentioned that slavery was the major issue. It even came up in the musical 1776 <laughs> with Mr. Feeney. Like, <laughs> we were forming a country with a... Middle school principal. We're forming a country here, Mr. Matthews. Sit down, John. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a funny, like, that's kind of a debate that we talk about in a lot of my classes. Somebody open up a window. (laughs) (laughs) I actually really Uh, like that song. I'm sorry. I I, I haven't seen the musical. Like, I know references from it. I've seen parts of it, but I've never watched the whole thing through. Jason, you sound drunk, by the way. I've never seen the musical. (laughs) Heads up, we're going to have a movie night, because I honestly think you would enjoy it. I think I would, too. Yeah. Uh, I use Hamilton in my classroom, and, and I'm so disappointed that the students think it's, like, stupid. No, like, students, your students don't think it's stupid. stupid. They do think it's, like, some no. of them are into it, but they're, like, the nerdier kids. You should dress up as one of them and start and start rapping one of the songs. Then they won't think it's stupid. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, then they, you're right. Then they'll think I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> they say, the, the price of my love's not, not a price that, that you're willing to pay. Insane. <laughs> Can we do a sing-along episode? Oh, my God. But here's the thing. So what I did with my students is I gave them the, the secessionist documents. And every single state that seceded mentioned slavery as a primary cause. They said, you know, our position is thoroughly identified with the institution of slavery. The fucking vice president of the United – or no, the Confederate States, uh, Stevens. Uh, I can't remember. Alexander. Alexander Stevens. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, we are a country – Built on the idea that white people are better, right? And so like, you got to understand, these people are working for free. Yeah, it's they're working for so free. Yeah, we can just keep them. Like uh, I, the law says, we can keep them. The, Why can't we keep them? The issue with this is a lot of people have they they say, well, they they try to put a distance in there. Like, the cause of the Civil War was slavery, but that's not why every single soldier fought. Right. Like, three-fifths of them fought. There was, like, a a compromise. It was, like, three-fifths of them fought for, like, a (laughs) Civil War. And the other two were like, "Ah, I don't know, I'm fighting for my mom and my pal. Can you put vodka and gin together? Sure, we're gonna find out. Yes, you can. So that's the thing. Like, sure, every individual soldier had a different reason why they were fighting for the Civil War. Sure. And some of them were fighting because 
you know, they've had issues on states' rights and they had issues about a federal government. But the core cause of the Civil War was slavery. Yeah. And if you look at the secessionist documents, if you look at the comments on the leaders at the time, if you look at the fucking newspapers, every single one of them is going to tell you that slavery was the cause. And so by by trying to get rid of that, it's just ridiculous. It's That is the reason. Right. So uh, they're bringing it back, though. Texas. Slavery? So that, that was the story. I don't know if you remember. They're bringing back slavery. What? Uh, no, they're bringing back the... Slavery in the classroom is better. Wait, Guess what? Wait, right. This is our last shot. So This is number five? Are this you is number sure five. this isn't like six? No, this is five. This is five. Oh, no, maybe six. I don't yeah. know. We should have had a sober person here. To help us with this. Raspberry on the last one. Yeah. It, it was like a surprise. The rest of them were all gin. So speaking like of uh, drunk. Speaking of drunk. So this is Christmas. Oh, God damn it. Stop it. And what have you done? I don't know those are the words. Here's the thing. I love Paul McCartney. Yeah. But I hate that song so We're gonna do, much. Jason, you and I are going to do a Christmas song parody. I love it. Yeah. I'm totally for it. Yeah. Do Did they? you see the, yeah. um, what's the guy that does carpool karaoke? Carkpool. <laughs> James Corden. <laughs> James Corden. Did you see the episode that James he Corden. did with Paul McCartney where he like went no. around to like Liverpool and they went to all the places and it ended with him going into this pub that they used to go to and like Paul McCartney was behind this curtain and they just opened it up and he did like a fucking concert for That's the people really who cool. have I don't usually watch like the online videos that are like 15, we 20 minutes. <laughs> Eric just tried to burp and blow a belch away <laughs> to his rights, and we all heard it. He's like, be gone, belch. Maxwell's going straight into the mic. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, belch made me think of, like, baloney. <laughs> I don't know why. And then that I made me... I sm- sandwich right now. Like, like an old-fashioned, like, 1950s baloney craft single yellow mustard. Oh, uh, classic. White, wonder right? bread. Wonder White bread. bread. Wonder bread. Yeah, totally. The stuff so, that sticks to the top of your mouth. So I saw this guy in the grocery store, and he had like five loaves of Wonder Bread. Oh, <laughs> five loaves of Wonder Bread. <laughs> five loaves of Wonder Bread, and like bologna, and like totally like 1950s food kind of was, stuff. Was this recently? This was recently. This is like I, the other day. This wasn't in the 1950s. No, Are you was, sure? I was not here in the 1950s. <laughs> Uh, from white people, I hear it was a fantastic time. <laughs> no, I would bet money that was actually for stuffing. You think so? No, it, no, no, no. This was like maybe a month ago. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like it, it could what, have people been. can make stuffing in October. So how do you? So here's how I make stuffing. I don't make stuffing. I'm. I used to. I tried to make like you know fucking Martha Stewart fucking stuffing. Oh, and the best kind. It was not, no. It was fucking terrible. You know what's good? Stovetop. Oh, yeah. Just make the fucking stovetop. Yeah. It's so five good. minutes in the goddamn just add thing. Water. You just add water and butter, and you put it in the thing, and it's fine. Fucking cranberries and, like, oh. pre-toasted my, bread. And, like, and my, then you, you know there's a difference it, between stuffing and dressing. You, stuffing, one, you, you don't stuff shove the up the asshole it. of a You don't a fist turkey. the turkey with it. You don't. The other hey, one you just put next to it or whatever. You don't fist the turkey with it. You use a spoon. So what I put in my <laughs> turkey <laughs> yesterday, no, even though I'm a vegetarian, I made turkey yesterday, I put uh, some lemon oh, and I put some apple and some garlic and a cinnamon stick right in that asshole of a turkey. And I cooked it up. Are you making up. a cocktail or a pie? Here's the thing. 
uh, I've heard. Who wants a cinnamony turkey? Well, here's the thing: it doesn't taste like cinnamon. It just gives it a something. Okay, you guys. I okay. Who wants to bet that I could find on Pornhub that someone has stuffed stuffing in someone's butthole? What? What's the bet? I would go. I'm guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. think it's guaranteed? Yeah. Guaranteed. Really? Someone oh. has this done. This time of year, absolutely. People do a lot of junk porn. Uh, no, my family has a stuffing recipe that is white bread, uh, sage sausage, celery, some onion, so chicken stock, and um, back in my childhood when I lived in a trailer, uh, we used to make Thanksgiving stuffing and we would toast the bread first. Why? I don't. I don't know. I was like five. Leave me alone. Uh, but we toast the bread, and I remember being like that was a thing. Like I would help with the toasting. Uh, my mom also made like you used a toaster to do it, didn't you? Yes. That took for fucking ever. What are you sure. doing? Stop it. Okay, Stop it's not it. stuffing, but it's a leak. Stop it! She's stuffing the leak. In this there. is inappropriate. Just they can't hear it. Only we can hear it. Oh, okay. I Never can't mind. hear it. I can't hear anything. I, I'd like to see it uh, though. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely stuffing a leak in there. Like the good part, not the not the like crass leafy part. That'd be weird. Uh, she doesn't look like she's having the fun. other thing. So we had she's fine. We had a galley kitchen because it was a trailer, obviously. Natch. Uh, and also, I recently measured the. Uh, so I went and Google Earth, mm-hmm. and you can measure distance. Mm-hmm. And so I like measured. I went to like my old trailer park that we lived in, and I measured how long a trailer was and how wide a trailer was, just to get an idea of like comparison to my house currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we had this uh, galley kitchen with hold like. On. Uh, hold on, I'm sorry. She was uh, this. The style of the video is European brunette is a veggie pussy stuffer, and then she's she's doing herself with it, and now she's, she's sucking it. Now she's she sucking on the leaf. Cool. Die. There actually is a woman who did uh, diddle herself with a carrot, and like clipped something and died. <laughs> clipped something. <laughs> she did like sideswipe a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving this thing and I just clipped it. No, I, I th- she nicked something in her vagina, and I believe she got some sort of bacterial infection Could from you her nick vegetables. In your vagina. I don't what? know. We're all men. Can you nick things in your vagina? I nicked something. Sure. Oh boy, I nicked a. Have you ever shaved? Yes, if you shave wrong, all you need is like a small sharp piece. I don't shave inside of myself. Quitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you shave at all? Uh, I I keep it trimmed. Interesting. Because otherwise, it gets all snarled up in the pubes, and I can't. Right. I just can't do. Wait, like, what gets snarled up? My penis and testicles. Okay. You've never had the uh, sat down and ha- felt the uncomfortable pull of your own pubes, right? Back to my trailer. <laughs> Maybe once they get to be like a foot long, you don't have to deal with it anymore. You can You're like, if my if my pubes are longer than my dick, I'm gonna do some trimming. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Uh, get them there. I have an ex that uh, had a. I'm gonna call it a scale model of a penis. <laughs> because <laughs> that's probably the most polite, mean way to say it. And uh, when he was not too messed at all, he had concerns like his pubes were longer than his actual equipment. Oh, dear. He almost died, so joke's on him. Because of the pubes? <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's a hopeless alcoholic. Oh. I've oh. saved five shots. Okay, so speaking of drunk raccoons. No, we, uh, we never even got to the story. <laughs> In Milton, West Virginia, they thought they had an issue with rabies. They did. It turns out it was just drunk raccoons 
Thanks to fermented crab apples. That's right. They were eating the fermented crab apples and getting fucking drunk. And so, like, they're staggering around. They're foaming from the mouth. and people Recording are like, a shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing all the things that drunks do. Hey, hey, it's not shitty. True. We have so many, so many uh, at, listeners. It's mediocre. <laughs> mediocre at I'm best. I'm having a delightful time. And I can't wait to go upstairs and like see people and be like, "Oh my god, hey!" Oh my gosh, are you here? It. <laughs> Staggering and disoriented. Turns out they appeared to be drunk on apples. To you know, said. I'm very happy that you did the the quote finally oh because god. I put a quote in fucking every one of these, and we've, and we've the never done a quote. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So they're eating these fermented. Crab apples, uh-huh. and they're getting fucking drunk on them. And yeah. deer were doing it too, apparently. Do you think drunk that deer? they? Do you Ooh, think that you some think of them are like eating these apples, and they're like, "That's a fucking hot raccoon." And they, their friends like, Oof. "No, no, no, crab apple gobble, gobble, mm. gobble. <laughs> crab apple goggles." <laughs> <laughs> Oof! Oh, you like that striped tail? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Mm. Have you ever Ooh, seen look, an albino raccoon? Too. He's so mysterious. <laughs> no, legit question, though. Bad boy. Have you ever seen an albino raccoon? What? I don't Do they think have so. Those? Yes. I've what? seen a raccoon They're... in a dumpster. Is that the same thing? So I actually, thought like, white no. people are pretty much trash. Google okay. it right now. It's okay. Actually, they're very cute. No, I Did don't want to see it in Van Buren Township. I told you to. I'm sorry. That was right in Jason's face because we share a microphone. Okay, so there a while ago I saw in uh, in Alaska, slightly scarier. There was uh-huh. a moose that was drunk. A drunk moose? Yeah, a drunk moose that was drunk so off the, the fruit. I bless picture it is the fruit. Picture it 20 years ago. Okay. Uh, we Sicily. go to my wife's house for you know after evening shenanigans. Sounds awful. We have a campfire. And my wife's mother gets the cat drunk. Do you recall this? Oh my god, yes! Because I remember I was putting sprinkler or sprinklers, sparklers inside of a glass Coke bottle. We also were maybe burning a Barbie doll. Probably. I'd like to point out that Jason is now like touching Eric on the arm and the face. <laughs> Calm down, Chewy. Uh, I'm gonna do worse to you later. <laughs> No, you're not drinking anymore after this. <laughs> no, I'm not. Are you sure? <laughs> this Maybe you should. Oh, we cannot do... hang out drunk in the basement. <laughs> or we can go upstairs. <laughs> or we could all stay down here. Mm. Mm. No, there's food upstairs. That's true. I made meatballs. He made meatballs. <laughs> he did make I'm barbecue very hungry. meatballs. And there's leftover turkey, apparently. There is, if you would like some. I all right. So I... anyway, these raccoons were they released drunk. back into the wild. Do you think there's a <laughs> raccoon alcoholic synonymous? I think that I think there is, yeah. They're like, where's my thirty it. chip? They run into the trash for one. <laughs> <laughs> They're angry. So my grandma had this issue. So she has these outdoor cats. Oh, she was an alcoholic. No, well, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, I don't think so. Like, she has some wine. Uh, my mom says she's an alcoholic, but my mom, like, she has no idea. Yeah. Uh, she probably would say I'm an alcoholic because I have five shots tonight. Because of this podcast. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> uh, so she has these outdoor cats that she's like very attached to. Are they actually cats or are they possums? No, they're out, they're, they're, they are cats. <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, she has this like dilapidated old barn. Yes. Uh, which you are well aware of. My I've grandpa. So my grandpa started making it in like the 1970s. He bought it from someone else. So it's a barn from like the 1800s. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't use nails it has like pegs this is the barn where i was like can i go upstairs and you were like i wouldn't 
Yeah, because you <laughs> might fall through the, the floor. Right. Okay. True story. Uh, so we never finished it very well, but the cats live in the barn. Naturally. And, but apparently they won't go in the barn because something in there is scaring them, and that's where she feeds them. Uh, so she put a, a cage out there to catch whatever was problematic. Uh-huh. Uh, and she catched, caught, she catched. Go, just run with it. Run with it. She catched an angry raccoon. Oh, no, he was angry. Because he like, got caught. He, like, bent the cage and, like, really? she was, like, like just, I don't remember what she did with the oh raccoon. Gosh, was this super raccoon? It was. Uh, but I don't remember what she did with the raccoon, but she somehow got rid of it. She, like, she didn't shoot it or anything. Like, my grandpa <laughs> had this thing with the, there was this. She just gr- told it to leave town. You better <laughs> not come back in my town. She gave it a sandwich with lead acetate. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Good callback. Hey, you're supposed uh, to live across the street. So, so my grandpa had this, like, groundhog that was an issue. And, like, he would, like, just stare out the window looking for the groundhog. And, like, when he saw it, he would, like, run and get his gun. By the time he got the got the gun, the groundhog was gone. Of course. Anyway, so she didn't do that to it. I don't know what happened to the, the raccoon, but she got rid of it. Uh, so she put the cage back in there to catch something else. And this time she caught a possum. And so what did she do with the possum? Naturally, she took it down to the cemetery down the road where my grandpa is buried, by the way. <laughs> And she released the possum into the, like, treed area near the cemetery. Was that his, and I say this with all awareness of the cultural appropriation related with this term, but I can't think of the correct one right now because I'm drunk. Was that his spirit animal or some <laughs> shit? I'm drunk, but I'm still okay. woken so I've been up to now. watching some Star Trek Voyager. Okay. And every time, like, Chakotay speaks, they have that, like, little flute that goes on in the background. <laughs> it's like, among, among my people, there's a saying. You can't re- you can't release a drunk possum into a cemetery. Do you think uh, Chakotay's early ancestors worked in a casino? I think his early ancestors were on a fucking planet they found. Racist, so things. I'm just asking because you know we've stole their land. They should totally. Steal I don't know. Chico- no, because I don't know if Chakotay was actually human. I know he's humanoid. No, no, he was human. Yeah, he, he was human. He, he, was, he was Native human, American. But was he from? He was Native American. Yeah, he called himself actually, Indian. From our yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, he was like it legit. Was I mean, there's like there's the Betazoids that are yep. from that are look like humans, but apparently not. So in 19, oh, it wasn't 96. It was like 94, because I was in middle school, uh-huh. and I had one friend in middle school, yeah. and his name was Jose, and he watched Star Trek. And so does. every like Thursday or what was it Wednesday that I start Saturday was on Wednesday, right? Uh, Voyager was on Wednesday. Voyager was on Wednesday. Like, unless so, the fucking Pistons were on. So I didn't have that problem because I was in Virginia. We didn't have a basketball team. Good. Anyway, so every Thursday we come in and I remember we would stand in line waiting to go to lunch because we had Spanish together, even though his name was Jose. He took Spanish. I don't know. Hey, S.E. Enriquez had and, Spanish. And he was from Argentina. Okay. Anyway, he was like the only friend that I had in middle school slash high school. Sure. And so we would like stand on Wednesdays waiting in line and we'd discuss Voyager from the night before. Oh, that's great. Nice. Uh, I I did some stalking on Facebook and I found him on Facebook. Yeah. I didn't send him a thing because like, you know, it was like you know, 10th grade. Yeah. Like, you know. Listen, I. But I saw him and I was like, oh my gosh, that's my only friend in high school slash middle school, Jose. Uh, and we ate lunch together every single day from like 8th grade, 9th grade, 10th grade. Uh-huh. And, and I remember he joined drama and I did not. Oh. But he would come to lunch and he would, rec- like he had to do these uh, monologues for drama class. Sure. And I worked as like kind of like a director and I was like, you know, oh, try saying it like this or, you know, say it a little differently. And then, you know, later as I met you all, I became into drama. 
And so that was oh, like wow. my first. Actually, it was my first because my first introduction into drama was in fifth grade. My fifth grade teacher created a drama club. <laughs> I'm getting really specific. Here. No, I, I dig uh, it. But like, no, I go on. <laughs> I have I, down the rabbit hole. I Shit, plan to. Uh, so I, I want to reach out to my fifth grade teacher because he created this drama club that I joined. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was not an outgoing like elementary school student. But in fifth grade, I joined this after school drama club that he started. And in fifth grade, we got in this terrible car accident. And it was our only car and we didn't have a car afterwards. So I oh, had no. to quit drama club. And my teacher, he drove me home from drama club every single week. So that I could still participate. That's so awesome. And I still remember that to this day. It changed. It, it meant a lot to me. Yeah. Now, at the time, like obviously, I, like I wanted to keep doing drama club. But like as I remember now, I'm like that is a good teacher. Like he Hell went yeah. above and beyond to make sure that I could participate because he knew that we came from a poor family. We lived in this fucking trailer park. Uh, and he knew that there was no way I could continue. And he found a way to make it happen. Are you getting all sentimental, drunk on us? A little bit. Let it. Yeah. But hey, hey, what if we learn? Some of us bad. only have emotions when we're drunk, okay? <laughs> I'm so, fucking okay. white. This is a That's funny how story. It works. So when I was at my uh, my daughter's birthday party, uh, my friend Logan came up to me and I was like, "Hey guys, how's it going? Hello, hey, hey." I was like, you know, doing a thing, and he was like, "Hey, hey, have you been drinking?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, "Oh, because you're real happy." I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> the only time I'm happy is when I'm drunk. Okay, well, I have to say, this has been great. Thank you, everyone, so much. Uh, wait, for wait, wait, we haven't us. done what we and learned. We haven't well, done what we learned. Hold on a second. I'm doing a thing here. Wait, wait, wait. Do a thing here. Uh, I'm doing a thing here. A hold final. On. No, hold on. God. I have a plan that I didn't discuss with you guys about it, but just we hold on, on. All right, fine. Wait, wait, okay. That sounds like a so, you problem. It was so good uh, that I liked it. And <laughs> this, hour, <laughs> this hour has been an hour and 12 minutes. Only. Oh, good. We didn't say what we learned. Hold on. I learned that you had a really cool Hold on. drama teacher. Hold on. Afraid. So no. One of my favorite. No. 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 So one of my favorite stories was I had this. I'm positive. I have control. Okay. This is the sixth shot. This is a special five shots deep tradition where I can't control myself. I always take a sixth shot. Yes. And uh, so what did we learn on our podcast today? Uh, not, we learned it's not, time to go back to the hall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the Holocaust. Let's cheers not. No, let's not cheers to that. <laughs> That's terrible. Let's cheers to the fact that drunk. Let's cheers to the fact that Southerners now know that slavery was part of the Civil War. Finally, and Texas is a huge state. Actively, That's really good vodka. It is. Yeah. Uh, I learned that uh, you know, uh, on a drunk podcast is hard. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. I learned that I expected to be way more coherent than I am. You've been a lot doing a lot of slurring. I I feel like I'm more. But I feel like my my message is clear, even though my words may not be. You feel like your message is clear until you listen to this tomorrow. And That's true. Like, Maybe I will know. I Do you feel my that, message uh, is clear? No. The salted caramel <laughs> vodka is goddamn delicious. It's pretty good. I wish we'd been doing that the whole time because so, the gin, while great. One of my one of my uh, gay friends in Georgia had a like a housewarming party, and it was uh-huh. just like a week after whipped cream vodka came out. Uh, fucking everyone they don't brought whipped cream fucking vodka. Make it anymore? I was <laughs> looking for it because uh, that's my. It's a good show. Like a guy who yeah. doesn't want to get a girl pregnant, wrap it up because I gotta pay. <laughs> <laughs> if you so pee in a girl, she's not getting pregnant. <laughs> No, I heard. No, oh my god! No, funny story about I how I was told that, that where babies come from. We'll tell that later. That if you pee in a girl, she'll get pregnant. What? 
So I heard that only when I was if you six. pee semen in her. In second grade, in second grade, I there Don't was just like urinate semen. There was this gross guy that I had that was in my second grade oh class, and he was like, "Hey, I've got a joke for you." So this girl was having sex with a guy, and he had to go, and he did, right in the girl. Two words: piss animal. And I'm in like in second grade, and I'm like, okay, yeah, right in second grade, I didn't like, know. right exactly like. That seemed like the most logical conclusion of where That's babies normal, came right? from. His name was Zach. Of course. Wait. C, K, or C, H? C, H. Zach. Oh, fuck Zach. Zach. <laughs> 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 Good night. 